LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. Hey, Ask Me Anything, friends. Before we jump into the question for today, I wanted to tell you about something our friends at PortableChurch.com, some things they're offering uh, that I think for a lot of you could be really helpful. You know, it's well known that planting new churches and campuses, it really is the most effective way of reaching the lost. Um, It's a much higher percentage of uh, lost people that come to a new campus or a new church. And we also know that launching and rented venues like schools and theaters is one of the most cost-effective ways to launch a new church. If you're planning to launch or you're trying to figure out how to do church well in a rented venue, I would encourage you to check out our friends at Portable Church. That team over there is very well experienced. They've helped a lot of churches of, of different sizes. They're able to take your vision and create an engaging environment that will not only serve your production needs, but also help your volunteer retention stay pretty high and get you where you can spend more energy not on setting up chairs but on on actual ministry so go to portablechurch.com slash lifeway where you can learn more and find free customized resources that will teach you how to launch both portable and strong and now i hope you enjoy ask me anything anything i am matt love and i'm here as I'm always with pastor jd greer and jd this is the one this is, we've been waiting people have been clamoring for this question so as always we try to put you in a position to make everybody unhappy and we're doing it definitely with this question so should you send your kids to public school private school or homeschool. Now, granted, right now, I feel like... What an ironic time for this question. Everybody's homeschooling Everybody's now. homeschooling. Don't really have a choice, a lot of us. <laughs> but uh, assuming in the future there's another time where we can make these choices, public school, private school, or homeschool. One of my one. best friend's wife told him uh, recently, she said, I never wanted to homeschool our kids and we're about to get several weeks where I prove to you why I said that. So, yeah, my friend Joby Martin, uh, who pastor down in Jacksonville, he said, if you really want some entertainment, just get a homeschool mama and a public school mama together Ask them what the best educational approach is for their kids. Then just get some popcorn and sit back and prepare for a UFC bout. <laughs> you know, because the homeschool mom is like, sure, you can send your kid to that place where they outlaw prayer, like in the times of Nebuchadnezzar, and teach your kid that he came from monkeys where he might get stabbed in the face by a gang member. That's fine, but we love our son, and we want him to develop a biblical worldview, so we homeschool. Statistically, we know they're more likely to walk with Jesus if they do that, so clearly homeschooling is the wise, godly choice. And then that public school mama will come right back at him. We're like, yeah, that's cool. We just want our kids to have things like social skills. We think it's cool that Timmy can churn his own butter and make his own clothes, but we want our, our, our son to understand things like math. And we think our kids need to learn how to deal with the temptation of the world and not just run from it. After all, didn't Jesus promise to protect us in the world, not to vacate from it? And if all the Christians flee the public school, where is that going to leave society? How can we be salt and light in the world if we vacate it? Keeping our kids in public school, we think, is an act of love for our neighbor. Well, now that now that you've sufficiently uh, offended both parties, <laughs> yeah, what I, would you say? Well, I, I may or may not be quoting directly from things that I've heard, I've heard people say. <laughs> and, and listen, both of those sound, you know, on the surface, really compelling. First of all, let's start with the Bible. Romans 14, Paul said that there were a, a lot of issues in the Christian life that were issues that you might really be passionate about and that you might even think are really important, but they're not worth dividing over. And this would clearly be one of those because there's no biblical direct admonition. And you might argue that this is the wisest choice. But in Romans 14, you've got a situation where Paul feels like the wiser choice is to eat the meat 
And he even calls people who don't understand this and agree with him, he calls them weaker spiritually. And he just tells them flat out they're wrong. But then after saying that, he said, but you know what? Unity with you is more important than us having a uniformity of opinion. Tragically, Matt, I feel like a lot of people, when it comes to questions like this that they're passionate about, they would, you know, they only surround themselves with people who see it the exact same way. Hmm. So if you homeschool, you want to make sure that everybody around you homeschools and you just, you can't be in the room with somebody who goes to public school because you're going to start arguing. Um, that, that speaks so poorly of how much we love and value Christ unity in his body. Yes, you're passionate about this and that's fine, but you should never be more passionate about that than you are passionate about the unity of the body of Christ. Let me just full disclosure. We've actually done all three. Um, we have private schooled our kids for a while. We've done homeschool a particular year for two of our oldest kids. And it was not because of a, like a troubling situation, but just because it seemed like the right thing to do. And we've also had a couple of them in public school. We've never had all four in homeschool at once because my wife says, there is a clear command, thou shalt not murder. And she said that she might have violated that if they were all homeschooled. But what I'll say is it really is by kid. I know that we like to say like, well, this is just the best educational approach for everybody, but take even the spiritual components. There haven't been a lot of studies out there on this um, that are comprehensive, but the ones that are seem to indicate, and I've seen several on this um, that have been put out, is that there's no substantial difference and whether a kid embraces their faith later in life, like in college and beyond, based on their schooling, if this is the factor, if the parent is actively involved, meaning that, you know, when a parent homeschools, they kind of by definition are a really engaged parent. So you can't compare them to all uh, parents in the church who send their kids to public school because some of them do that because they're totally disengaged. And if a parent is disengaged from their kid, then there's a, a, a lower, much lower chance that their kid will embrace their faith. But if you take that subset of parents who have their kids in public school and stay really engaged, the statistics are about the same of how many follow Jesus. So I just, I don't think it's responsible to say, oh, it's a much higher percentage of you know people in homeschool that follow Jesus or private that, school. It's more about that parental involvement than kind of how you end up specifically doing school. Yeah, I'll just say it. Parental involvement, I believe, is is much bigger of a factor than than school choice. It's similar, Matt, to, to the studies on whether or not you do family devotions, how much that impacts a kid. Um, I, I saw one study that showed that it, it's the quality of the relationship more than the, than the amount of the teaching that makes the difference. That's not to say you shouldn't do family devotions. Our family does it. I think it's really important. Um, but sociologist Vern Bingston, for example, says in his book, he wrote a book called Families and Faith, studies conclusively show the quality of the child's relationship to the father is the single most important factor in whether a child adopts the faith of their parents. And so it's not just, have you taught them enough Bible for 30 minutes at night at dinner? It's, you know, are you at their games? Are you, you know, throwing football with them in the yard? Do they feel like you're just their biggest fan and the quality of the relationship? And I think there's, there's a correlation to how we, you know, treat the school question. So, it, you know, if you're saying it's kind of by kids, that means it's more about seeing what are the opportunities, advantages to the disadvantages to the different things and then saying what's best for my kid. What are some of the advantages to private and homeschooling? Yeah, that's actually the great way to ask that question. That's how you should have done it at the beginning, Matt, <laughs> is what are the advantages of private schooling or homeschooling? Studies show that both homeschool kids and private school kids usually do slightly better on standardized testing. Private school kids usually get more intentionally tailored Bible teaching and Christian curriculum. I will say that as a parent with kids, you know, for um, a while in, in private school, that took a lot of burden off of me of trying to think what is it that I really need to teach them at home because I knew I was partnering with a school um, that did that in addition, of course, to our church. Homeschooling and to some extent private schooling allows you the opportunity to cut more 
you know, specifically tailor the education to the needs of your child. In a public school, and let's just be honest, it's really difficult to control what they're exposed to at an early age. I find our, our public school parents have to have a lot more conversations a lot earlier about things their kids are really just not ready to, to handle that they've encountered from other kids or even from their teacher. And public school curriculum can be notoriously harsh to Christianity. Mm. I mean, you got to do due diligence. Uh, in fact, we've had our, our older kids, uh, one of whom is in a public school, we've had her read apologetics books during the summertime, I actually pay her to read them for that purpose. Because <laughs> I'm like, you got to know the answers to the questions you're going to be asked. That's really good. So on the flip side, what would be maybe some disadvantages to think about? Well, <laughs> social interaction, specifically with homeschooling. And that's not just a joke. You got to be careful about that when you're homeschooling. Church, you know, is a great place. Sports teams to build the kind of community that can compensate for this. And so I would just say take advantage of that because you really do want the kids as they get older to be able to have exposure to the outside world and not just live in your little greenhouse of a, a home for that many years. And most homeschool parents that I know, they, they're active in doing that, exposing them to the world. Uh, we wanted our kids, you know, one of the reasons we put our oldest in a public school is we wanted to be able, you know, every night when she came home from school to be able to discuss the things that she was being, you know, faced with and that she was encountering rather than just having her off at college dealing with those for the first time. It's yeah. like we got to be, you know, kind of on the field coaching because real time. Well, and I'll just say I did college ministry for four years and you can tell when people are coming into college and are as Christians and have never had to know how to process through these things. And it's really, really challenging. And so the benefit right. of having so that season before they get to college is just, it's yeah, huge. She's going to deal with them anyway then I would much rather be active and present while she's dealing with them for the first time than I would be absent. So it seemed like, you know, public school was a good time to, to do that. Um, the missional element. I don't want to overplay this one because, you know, I mean, they're, they're at different stages in their growth in Christ and my calling hasn't necessarily transferred to there yet. But it, it's been refreshing to see that, you know, they're in a, a place where they begin to develop a passion for lost people because they know them by name and by face. Private school, Matt, we know this is really expensive. Hmm. I mean, it really is just cost prohibitive. And sometimes, you know, there are people who that's just really not an option. On the flip side, homeschooling can be really tough. Maybe not as expensive, but, you know, I mean, you got to have usually one spouse that can work, you know, for the whole family and not have two parents working that's in order for homeschooling to work, you got to have that happen. There are some new options like university model schools that really kind of deal with this. And that's a great option. But I, I just think that that it's it's it, there's just no way to look at all the factors and say, this is what everybody should do in every situation. You got to look at your family. You got to look at the needs, the opportunities, and you got to trust that where God leads you, he will provide for you. That's really good. So, I mean, I'll say this as somebody who did all three also in my life, it was interesting to see how they all shaped me in different ways. And so, and I, to your point, the thing that I took away from all those experiences was that my parents were engaged in my education and my life and my walk with God. And those are the things that I think about more often than how long I was in private school, how long I'm homeschooled and how long I was in public right. school. So the three that we have in private school right now, I'm very grateful for. I love the education they're getting. It's quality. It's classical. They're being trained. I have a partner. Um, I don't have any that are homeschooled right now, but the times that we did have two of them in homeschool, it was a sweet time to d deepen that relationship and really kind of think about how they needed to grow and learn. And then the one we have in public school now, you know, we're just trusting. And as we're seeing things develop, that God is giving her the grace to deal with the things that, you know, God will with the temptation make a way of escape. And so the promises of God are real in that situation too.
So that's really helpful, JD. Every kid is different, but you have to figure out how do you engage with them and think for what's best for them um, with the options that you have. I think that's really, really helpful. Uh, we're really glad you listened today. If you have not already subscribed to Ask Me Anything, subscribe right now because the reality is we want you to get all these episodes. And when you subscribe, they just pop up automatically. You don't even have to think about it. And then we would also love it if you left us a review on iTunes. We love getting feedback, hearing what you're uh, excited about, what you're learning. Subscribe, give us a review. We would just love to be able to get this content into your hands and into the hands of others. If you want to get any show notes or resources from JD, you can go to jdgreer.com and you can also follow JD on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening to Ask Me Anything. Mm-hmm.